You're listening to locally produced programming created in KUNV Studios on public radio, KUNV 91.5. You're listening to special programming brought to you by it's where I am.com. The content of this program does not reflect the views or opinions of 91.5 Jazz and More, the University of Nevada, Las Vegas, or the Board of Regents of the Nevada System of Higher Education. Good morning, Las Vegas. It's Zandra Pollard. It's where I am. Today, my guest is Karina Thomas. Welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for having me, Zandra. So, you know what? I think it's really cool that both of us have these really sexy voices, right? <laughs> you get two in one. So I don't know. I'll try to compare with your voice. Yeah. You have the best voice ever. Oh, my God. I love yours, too. So... We're talking about the pet effect, right? The relationship between pets and humans. So most people have pets. I don't. Can you believe that? We'll have to change that, okay? We're going to have to work on that. Girl, I haven't had a pet since I was a little girl. Really? Which is probably why I have so much anxiety. Yeah, they definitely can help out with anxiety and stress Mm -hmm. and just having that bond. We'll have to get you one. <laughs> I have a five-year-old husky that we just rescued that needs a home. So you know, really, just get prepared. Well, see, my—I've th- had a husky before. Oh, you have? Yeah. Now that I think back, yeah, I had a husky and a Labrador, but I didn't take care of them, and the husky pooped on my floor. Yes. So is that a sign of him like trying to dominate me? It's more of a sign that he's not happy with you, and he's trying to let you know that he's not happy. Oh, he didn't like me? Mm, he did not like not having the attention, probably. Okay. Yeah, that happens often, especially if you bring, like, a second dog into the home. Okay. Then all of a sudden, a potty-trained animal will actually come and start pooping or peeing. Sometimes I've heard of people calling me, and their dog has started peeing on their bed. Oh. After years of being housebroken, just because they introduced another animal. And that that is just, you know, he can't talk, so he's letting you know. Yeah. He's not happy with you. Well, that's really hard for me because it's like, I don't want to clean up behind the animal. <laughs> I don't think anybody does, okay? Yeah. But once you build that relationship with your animal, then you kind of like don't mind or what? I think that you always still mind, but okay. it's just a... a it's almost like children, you know? I mean, they are like your children. And even though your children don't always do what you want them to do, you still love them. You're not going to get rid of them just because they, you know. Don't listen to you. Exactly. That makes sense. Yeah. So what do you think is, like, how do you know if you're a cat or a dog person or a bird or a fish? You just try it out. You know, I think they choose you. Animals choose you. Okay. And they'll just come into your life um, and they find you. Hmm. That's interesting. So what about the pet stores? I've heard something about pet stores no longer being places where you can buy your 
new pet. Or your new pet. Now, there are some laws where they're not allowing. I know that California just passed a law where you can't actually buy from a breeder. They can only get animals from the shelter. Okay. Um, But there are pet stores that you can go, and they're still here in Las Vegas. You can go and buy them new from breeders. I don't really recommend it, but... Just because there's so many animals that are at the Animal Foundation that are being euthanized every day. Sure. Like hundreds of them because they don't have homes. So oh. it's a big commitment. Right. And I think a lot of uh, – I've noticed a lot of women are into the uh, the smaller pets, mm-hmm. the small dogs in particular. You get the affection and the love, but they're a lot easier to take care of. Sure. They don't have the big poop or the big – Wet spots, right. right? They don't have the husky poop. Okay. So. And you can travel them with your purse and carry them around with you. And it is becoming legal more in more areas to have your pet with you. Yes. Because I get annoyed when I see a pet in the store. Like, I don't care if it's, well, I don't know. If it's a service dog, maybe I'm okay. But just an... If it's not a service dog, I'm irritated because everyone does not like your pet. No, they don't. They don't. Just like with the children. Not everyone likes your children when they run amok. (laughs) (laughs) Not your children in particular. Okay, so they're not your children. Your children are lovely. But no, especially nowadays, you can actually get that service um, certificate certificate online for, you know, $50, $100. And so everyone's got a service dog now. And it's frustrating. It is. And someone had a a dog in the grocery store the other day, which is not really sanitary to say the least. See, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm talking about, people. If you don't have the certificate, if the dog doesn't qualify, if you know you're going to be okay for 15, 20 minutes while you're in the store, Please leave your dog at home or in the car. Absolutely. I wouldn't suggest in the car that would most hard because so many times, um, you know, I've got the pet cremation business. And in the summertime, every week we get a call from someone who left their dog in the car. It was only 75 degrees outside. But but in the car. In the car, it's 100, 120 and they end up passing away in like five, ten minutes. And right. they're telling me, oh, it was just five minutes. And that's all it takes. Yeah. Wow. Well, see, I was waiting to build up the love and then the departure. Oh, yeah. So, no, we don't want to talk about that. Yes, we don't. It's the so sad part. now, yes, we're going to get into it. Because from the dirt we come to the dirt, we will return. Right? So Karina is in the pet. Cemetery business. Cremation. Cremation. Okay. So let's talk a little bit about what you do. Do you, I'm sure you help out families who have to, you know, cremate their pet. They've lost their pet. They're going through a really hard time, so. Sure. But do you also deal with, like, roadside animals? Um, if there's a pet, like a cat or dog that's on the roadside, we'll t- pick them up and we'll hold on to them and try to locate the owner. Now, okay. for me, if a coyote's hit on the side of the road or maybe a raccoon or something like that, I kind of let Mother Nature take its course and let the scavengers kind of take care of it. Okay. <laughs> for me, I feel like, I mean, obviously I could cremate it, but I just feel like if they have that roadkill to eat, then that's a bunny or something that they're not going to be, or maybe someone's you know, cat that's gotten loose that a coyote's not going to eat or, right. you know, so we let So them. domesticated. 
Yeah, domesticated. Yeah. Okay, so tell us more about the cremation business. How does it work? And do you also have like a therapist for them to, to you know, connect to. with? Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, I didn't plan on getting into the cremation business. I don't think any little kid is like, when I grow up, I want to, you know, cremate animals. But mm-hmm. I started out, I've always had a passion for animals. And we started rescuing animals, my friends and I, what, almost 20 years ago. And we rescued animals. We'd rescue, you know, native wildlife. The more we got into rescuing animals, um, it, this, our biggest expense was veterinarian. So we decided we opened up our own vet clinic. Okay. And with that, had this old decrepit cremation machine in the back. And after running this vet clinic for about a year or two, we just realized it was so expensive and so much work. Um, So we decided to shut it down. But what we found is the cremation was still making us money. And that actually afforded us to go and rescue more animals. Like we just rescued, I don't know, almost 18 horses from Texas. These are like horses that were people's pets and then they went and auctioned them off but they actually get auctioned off to slaughter houses oh wow and they'll okay. end up being slaughtered for dog food um so we're able to rescue them they're all 30 years old horses but they can live out their life you know sure. on the pasture oh that's amazing so yeah so that's what we're doing so we do we have the cremation business it's great because it helps the people in their time of need we you know when your dog dies it's midnight you have no idea what to do and you're panicked and you're obviously upset and every place is closed that's when we come in we're open okay and we have um drivers with vans and they'll come out usually within an hour we um take care of the baby it's just like with the little human we treat them the same way they even get a little toe tag and everything like that but then we also offer information about uh resources for for emotional support wonderful and there's a 24-hour hotline that people can call oh wow but honestly, just being there, like when they're panicked and we know what we're doing and we just tell them this is how, what's going to happen. And and then it just helps having somebody there. Right. Well, so can you provide the hotline for, uh, do you know it by heart? I don't know it by heart. Okay. And what is it called then? 24-hour pet loss support. Okay. So Google. Yes. 24-hour pet loss support. Yeah. And uh, some you'll be able to talk to someone 24 hours a day. There's also a page on our website, VegasPetCremation.com, and it has okay. that phone number on it. And it also has um, information like animal control if you've lost your pet and some doctors that offer euthanasia. So because unlike humans, you can actually go and help your baby if they're struggling in their final days and go ahead and help them cross that rainbow bridge with a veterinarian. Oh, wow. Okay, so let's make sure... You are giving our listeners your information so that they can contact you. It's VegasPetCremation.com. Okay. And that's it. So, and on your on that website, you'll be able to find the information again, as she talked about with the uh, therapy, emotional support. You were telling me something else your website offers. What is that? There's a form you can actually submit um, and... You can fill it out, and we'll actually mail you a free name tag with the baby's name and your phone number on it. You keep saying baby. You mean the animal. The animal, yes. Sorry. (laughs) They're all babies to me. They're all babies to me. But, yeah, the animal's name and your phone number. Because so many times every day there's hundreds of animals that get out of the fence, they get lost, and people are trying to find them. But if you just have 
a name tag, even though microchips are great, but you have to take the dog or the cat to the vet to have it scanned. Oh. But with a name tag, it would just save so many so animals. So much time and, and yes, time. Exactly. Yeah, because I'm not going to put the car in. I mean, I'm not going to put the animal in my car <laughs> no, to take not. it to the vet. <laughs> but the, if there's a name tag, I'll read it. And just give the people a call. Yeah. And it would just save so much time and get a lot of these animals yeah. back home really fast. Well, you can say babies, but I just wanted you to clarify. Yes, yes. You know, someone might just tune in and yeah. and hear us talking about euthanizing <laughs> babies. babies. <laughs> We're putting name dog tags on them. Okay. So just a little clarification. Um, so I think it's wonderful the work that you are doing for the community of Las Vegas. Um, I know you have a few locations. We do have a location in Los Angeles, Orange County, in Las okay. Vegas, and St. Louis, of all places. Oh, wow. That's three. Yeah. Jeez. You're busy. We are busy. Are you looking to hire anyone? As a matter of fact, we're always looking to hire people that okay, love animals. It. Because it's a really... You've got to love people and be able to support them. But our drivers that are there, they're our front line, and they always are great support to the people. But also, they take really good care of the babies animals even yeah. after they're deceased um we treat them just like they're wow. still well so the, you know this broadcast uh not just in las vegas but all over the country as we are the number one smooth jazz station in the nation so if you are in st louis orange county or in las vegas please know that you have a website you can go to and get that support for your animal, as you said, to cross over the rainbow and be cremated when the time comes. And that website again is VegasPetCremation.com. All right. So call in when it is time or if you are preparing to bury your loved one. Right. Also, you can reach out to us if you're looking maybe to think about getting a an animal, a pet, oh. Zandra. Oh, my Hello. God. Um, we actually work with a lot of the rescues, and we help them place the animals that they've had for a, a second that are really looking to find homes. Are they already potty trained? Yes, most of them are. If they're not, they come with the morning, but usually <laughs> they've been trained. Some of the best dog trainers in the country are working with these animals to oh. make sure because they've they're already a couple of years old. Some of them, some of them are puppies and okay. kittens, but a lot of times they've had a uh, they have a history, and so we'll have them work with the trainers so that we know that. You know they're doing um, therapy for animals now. Have you seen this? I have seen the chiropractors and the they masseuses. have chiropractors. Yes, that's a pretty big business. Jeez. And but I haven't heard of like a therapist. Do they talk to the animals? Because I think so. <laughs> I'm not familiar. I, you with know, this. I saw it late night one night on television, some show. But I think I have a dog that might need that therapy. Actually, now. Yeah, well, the reason why I ask is because I'm wondering, like, what else do you provide for the animals? Right. Yes. So you give them a lot of emotional support because I, I would think a lot of them are kind of frightened. Right. Sure, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, just having a, a home and having stability and knowing their place. We actually have some other dogs that are older that are just a little bit more mature. And when we bring a dog into that setting, the other dogs will actually tell them, 
how to act and a little bit more on how to oh, behave. Okay. So just, I don't know if you've ever seen the Caesar Milan show where he has a group, like a pack of like 20 dogs. And when he introduces it to them, they will actually go and communicate. So that's hmm. one of the things that we do to help. And so when you're bringing another animal into the home, is it important to make sure they smell the dog like on a cloth or something first? What we always do is bring the dogs to like a park to a neutral location to introduce them because they're not territorial that way. Just okay. like if someone came into your home and you're like, what is going on? Who is this? They would feel the same way. So it's really important that you bring them out into a neutral location, even if okay. it's just in the street in front of your house so that it's not their home. And also make sure that both animals are on a leash okay, or both of them aren't. I mean, I would prefer the leash, but if you have one animal that's on a leash or in a cage in a kennel and the other one isn't, uh, that creates a lot of an tension. anger. Yeah, tension. Yeah, that makes sense. So what do you think about, um, I, well, let's back up. I was wondering, do you are you connected with um, a certain vet, veterinarian? You know, we haven't here in Las Vegas. We've got a couple of them in Los Angeles that we work with, but okay. haven't made that connection out here in the Las Vegas. So we're looking. If you're a veterinarian, you can reach out to us at VegasPetCremation.com. Okay. So I would think it's important to be connected with the veterinarian with what you do. So please make sure to reach out to Miss Karina Thomas. Uh, like she said, if there are any vets out there listening. Now, what about these vet bills? Oof. Man, these pets can be expensive. They certainly are. Jeez. They certainly are. Man, they have like ailments like we do. They do. And there's, you know, treatment for cancers that can be in the tens of thousands of dollars for, for this a pet. treatment. Yes. Because the mindset, I think, is different. You know, back in my day, it's like, you know, I think you just put them down. Right, right. But nowadays, they're. A lot of people aren't having children, so they just have pets instead. And so yeah. they're they're getting that treatment. And there is assistance. People don't realize this. We have a lot of people who, you know, call. They want to euthanize their animal because they just can't afford their vet bills. But okay. the Animal Foundation used to have a vet clinic that was free or low cost. But even other vet clinics, if you call them, I know Tropicana Animal Hospital has a, sl a sliding scale based on your income that they will actually work with you. Okay. And there are some nonprofits. Again, you can go to the VegasPetCremation.com and we list some of the nonprofits that will actually help you with your with your your vet bills. Okay. And then and, just the maintenance. Yes. Of them. Because see, I'm not aware. When I had pets, you know, my parents or, you know, my ex-husband took care of them. So, yeah, I just looked at them. You just looked at them. You just played with them. Somebody else took care of them. That's perfect. That's absolutely perfect. Um, I wish but I could I say the I same. I think I would be a great pet owner with a small pet. With a small pet. You know, the men in my life tend to like uh, bigger dogs. Yes. And I don't want, like, the really small ones, but just like a medium, medium-sized dog. Yeah. We'll hook you up with one, Sandra. We're going to work on that. But I've also found out that I'm very allergic. too. So I'm allergic to the dander. But I can do like, um, what are those poodles called? I can do a poodle or the, 
I like the tall poodle. The tall, the standard poodle. That would yes. be nice. It, it, look, I'm allergic to the dog hair because I just don't like dog hair on me and I don't like it on things. So that's really like an issue to say the least. Right. Do you have a lot of dogs? I don't actually. Oh. I had a couple of rescues okay. and I, they just passed away in the last year. I've lost two dogs. Okay. I'm so sorry. And so I just have a little monster and <laughs> and now I've got the, right now, the husky that we're... Trying, yes, to, trying to home. However, I think he may have found his home. I don't know. Not mm. in my house. <laughs> <laughs> you know, during the pandemic, so many people were actually, it was great for the shelters because people were home. They I had time. Yeah. And they were adopting all of these animals from the shelters. And it was awesome. It was great. Unfortunately, now that people are going back to work, a right. lot of them are, unfortunately, they're taking them back to the shelter. Oh, wow. And the poor animals just don't. They're, they're lost. They don't understand what happened to their family. But now those shelters are just overrun, overpopulated, overcrowded. I mean, and and they're euthanizing a lot of them. Mm. Oh, you don't understand. If you drop your animal off because you can't take care of it anymore, or you don't think that you can, if it doesn't know how to walk on a leash, a lot of shelters will euthanize that animal. Oh, wow. So, I mean, there can be completely nothing wrong with your animal. But if it's not completely And you well think behaved. because it's so cute and lovable that it will be adopted right away? It may not. No. No. Yeah. Okay. Chances so are it won't. That's some really great information because who knew that? Yeah. You know? And because Las Vegas is such a transient town, there mm -hmm. tends to be so much more because people move here, they get a pet, and then they go back home, and then they just drop their animal off at the shelter. Oh. So even if you can't keep a pet and you're moving out of Las Vegas, I would take it with me and bring it to a shelter outside of Las Vegas. Okay. Because, okay. you know, pit bulls are, you know, wanted in maybe in Arizona, there's a shortage of them or in New York or Ohio. But here there's just, you know, half the shelter is pit bulls. Oh. I won't say half. I'm exaggerating, but a lot. But a large amount of them are. Yeah. Oh, wow. And chihuahuas. You know, do you remember the price is right? I do. I do. I'm aging myself. Thanks, Sandra. See, Thanks well, you know, you know what? I love that Bob Barker was so into, you know, spade and neuter your pet. Yes. Right? And Drew Carey has continued that. Oh, I didn't know that he had, but I remember Bob Barker was big on that. And yeah. I was, okay, truth be known, I had a crush on Bob Barker when no, I was a kid. No, who had a Oh, my God. Who had a crush on Bob Barker? Okay. Evidently, he was like an uncle. Uh, I know. He was like an old man, but yeah, <laughs> I had a little crush on him. And so, of course, that, maybe that's what got me into my animal rescue. Maybe. I maybe. Was like, yeah. Wow. Well, I want to thank you so much for bringing so much useful information about pets, um, what to do when the time is near or the time has come. So I appreciate you being on the show. I also appreciate all the information that you have on your website, which is VegasPetCremation.com. Yeah. And also, they're hiring in Las Vegas, and you can go to VegasPetCremation.com. All right. So, It's Where I Am with Zandra Pollard. Thank you for listening. Thank you, Karina, for being here. And we'll see you next week, every Saturday, 7.30 a.m. It's Where I Am. Bye.